there. This is Crystal Richards, the host of Mind Sparked. Spell with a Q apostrophe D. I am excited to introduce you to my guest, Carlo Nino. Oh, man. We could talk all day. So much so, I decided to break up this recording into segments. The entire series is 60 minutes, so listen to the entire thing and earn your one PDU for this very informative conversation about the different Agile certifications. So without further ado, take a listen to the first segment. Well, hello, MindSpark listeners. This is Crystal Richards. I have a very special uh, podcast recording with my friend, Carlo Nino, who um, is just super smart. I I wanted to make sure I bring in some really cool guests, um, especially on topics that uh, you have reached out to me instead of interested you. So for those of you who are new listeners, uh, this is my weekly podcast where I talk about ways that you can become a better project manager. And if you are an early careerist, if you're a misfit project manager like me, um, this is for you to just kind of get some tips and, and ways to be a better project manager. So today I am delighted to have Carlo to talk about specifically his experience around agile certifications, because that's a major question that comes up to me. Um, or was presented to me by students, by mentees, like which Agile certification should I get? And I thought, who would be better to talk about it? And you'll find out soon enough uh, than Carlo. So Carlo, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Crystal. That was a great intro. And uh, for sure, I wasn't sure who you were talking about, but uh, <laughs> thank you so much. That was a uh, really great uh, uh, intro, so I, I appreciate that. Um, but no, I'm grateful to be uh, invited, and I am extremely happy to have the opportunity to speak to your listeners. Um, I hope that I have a few things that I can add or say uh, to give them a little bit of guidance and some ruddering, because there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of certifications, and sometimes we're not really sure um, what is the most appropriate or what's the right vehicle uh, to pursue. Uh, because there's so many th different things out there. And if you don't have the right mentor or you don't have like the right guidance or the community around you that you have the shared interests or aspirations, it can get a little bit fuzzy. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful to, to be on the, on the show and, uh, you know, fire away whatever questions you have. And hopefully I have something that, uh, you know, resonates with your audience. Perfect. Well, a question that I always like to ask how did we meet? Do you remember how we met? Absolutely. Uh, I was basically uh, one of your students, and um, this was last, oh, goodness gracious, was this last, uh, that was a year ago, I think. Was, was it? About a year ago. Was, 2020, uh, like, yeah, it was a like year five ago. years ago. <laughs> you know, I know, and it was funny. I was uh, working in Uganda. I've been in Uganda for two years. And um, I finished a PMP out there in Kampala. And when I came back uh, to the U.S., um, I was in quarantine for a month because of reasons we all know. And um, I decided to take that opportunity to um, look up uh, ACP, uh, the Agile Certified Practitioner. Um, so, yeah, that's basically how, uh, how we uh, 
first met. That's awesome. And I, and I have to let the listeners know that um, having Carlo in the class was such a blessing for me. So one of the things that I always love about teaching is that I always learn something new from my students. And, you know, there are a couple points, moments in the class that, you know, Carlo was teaching me a few things and it was awesome because that's what I always present to my students in the classes that you have a wealth of knowledge. I'm here to teach you how to pass an exam, but there are things to add context and, and learn more about how you can apply this because I am selfish as an instructor. I don't want to just, just teach you on passing exam, but I want to teach you, as I always say, how to be a better project manager and utilizing these things. So, you know, that article about um, sniffing out agile BS, <laughs> I share that now with everybody and the sashimi done. Oh, that was, I was like, I've never heard of that. It was so cool. That right. so was really, <laughs> and for those of you who no, don't no. know what we're talking about, you got, you have to Google it. So, well, no, for sure. Uh, like I said, the learning goes both ways. No, for sure. It does. And I, and I, I'm a believer that, um, you can't be a great teacher if you don't humble yourself and learn from your students as well. I mean, just, they only teach you how to be better. Uh, and in turn, you're, you're teaching them how to be great. So I think it's, it's always fun. Well, let me tell, let me ask Absolutely. this question of you. What's your 32nd explanation about what you do? Do you have that down, Pat? Uh, <laughs> sure. You know, um, so. I, you always see on uh, social media, uh, describe some of these memes that are out there that say, like, describe poorly what you do. And people come up with all kinds of hilarious things, you know, like uh, my trade secrets for, you know, government finance, what have you. But no, um, in a nutshell, uh, basically what I do is right now I work a lot of uh, disclosure, foreign disclosure items for the U.S. government uh, surrounding a lot of uh, platforms that we do. Um, that are somewhat nested in the Pacific Basin uh, area, working with uh, Australia. And uh, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of coordination. Um, there's both uh, waterfall, traditional waterfall and hybrid approaches, but I sit there somewhere in the middle as a liaison uh, between multiple communities. And I mean multiple communities domestically and international. That might be a little bit longer than 30 seconds, but that's probably the best that I can do. Okay, that sounds good for me. Well, you mentioned you're I, I using... can tell you this. Uh -huh. I was I was going to interrupt you, Crystal. I was like, now now that's what I've been doing in the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> to to be sure, I was previously a Marine Corps officer um, that left the Marine Corps in 2009 as a major, and in the last 12 years, I've been working in the nonprofit, non-governmental organization space, um, in working both the operations and programmatic sides. And that's kind of what led me to trying to um, bring a more formalized, systematic approach to project management, as opposed to something that was like, that would look fancy on my resume or something that would look nice, to, uh, you know, to, to, to put behind, initials behind my, uh, my name on LinkedIn. Um, I was reaching out for a systematic approach uh, in order to uh, have a better handle of operations in a developing world context where every donor's dollar mattered. 
Um, and these aren't donors like private donors. This is from like USAID, Agency for International Development, or the Department for International Development from Britain, or AusAid from the Australians. Um, and so we don't have like the same types of budgets that we have for, say, the Defense Department. So being a bit more economic and being able to have multiple dashboards brought me towards traditional waterfall approaches. But that is what springboarded me on further to where I am and where I'm sitting right now in the last 30 second one that I just kind of gave you, which is, so I, I wanted to give a little bit more context for your okay. listeners. Well, that's appreciated. Well, you mentioned you have that project management experience, and this is a great segue into the next question I have for you. And the whole reason why I brought you on is tell us specifically in terms of project management, what certifications do you have? Can you list those out? So uh, starting with the original uh, the PMP, the, which led me into this journey in the first place. Um, that was the first one that I that I pursued. Um, and if we're just going down the list, it was a PMP. Then I got the Agile Certified Practitioner with you. Then after that, I followed it up with uh, the Safe Five or the Scaled Agile Agilist. And then I actually then went for a uh, DevOps. And then after that, I got my Certified Scrum Master, my CSM. And then after that, I completed it with my Scaled Agile, my Safe 5 Advanced Scrum Master. And there was a reason why I selected these particular certifications. And for your listeners or for the audience, um, that same list may or may not apply to you for reasons that I'm sure that we'll elaborate and go into a little bit later because uh, there's no two stories that are the same. But what might be useful is as I articulate the methodology that I went through for why I went after these particular certifications might help listeners make, give them some kind of decision-making criteria of like, this is for me, this is not for me, this is why he did it. So learning from my mistakes kind of stuff. Okay. Now, just to make sure I got the the right count, because this is part of the confusion too, is that there are certifications with the same name, but a different level. So make sure I got this right. You have the PMI ACP. The Safe mm -hmm. Five, the DevOps, the Certified Scrum Master, and the Safe Advanced Scrum Master. That's a different one from the yes. Safe Five. Okay. So, yeah. So, so, so the CSM is through the uh, the uh, the uh, the Scrum, Scrum Alliance. Alliance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a CSM, and then the Safe Five. So these are three like different products. One is PMI. Mm -hmm. One is, and that's of course the PMP and the PMI ACP. And then there's the Scrum Alliance, which is the certified Scrum Master. And then there's the Scaled Agile, the Safe Five uh, group that's out there. So these are three different communities, but each one of them has a different take on or a different flavor of project management for different reasons. And, um, it's not not one. It's like a toolkit. You can't say that one is better than the other, one superior to the other. They are different modes, different modal sets. And so, therefore, a person is going to be using a PMP in one area where it's appropriate. A person is going to be using scaled agile where it's appropriate. Same thing with the uh, certified scrum master where it's appropriate. They're, they're different communities. And like I said, I, I, I wouldn't – it's not us versus them. It's uh, what is the most appropriate tool for the task for which you're approaching. So um, I think that's also part of the reason why um, 
so many of my cert- certifications are kind of umbrellaed uh, because I needed to be able to straddle multiple communities. And I wanted to be able to at least say that I have access or various entry points to those communities vis-a-vis these three particular ones. And that's how I found it. There's another one that's out there that's uh, more international that uh, the British use. Uh, and you might see that out there. Uh, Prince 2. Prince 2 is another methodology that's closer to waterfall, but for um, parts outside of the United States, it's largely like going to be Europe and uh and perhaps uh, the Middle East, they'll find a lot of prints too. In a place where you'll see the British Commonwealth, likely you'll find prints too, and it's a compliment to the PMP. How'd you like that conversation? Well, there's more. Stay tuned for the next episode, where we'll learn about Carlo's journey in obtaining his various Agile certifications.